What's good, Cusco? How you been, man? I've been good, man. How you doing, fam? Oh, man, I've been good, man. Just trying to get this podcast on the ground. Off the ground, my fault. Off the ground. But today's topic we're going to talk about, cuz, is the NBA Finals preview and give our predictions on who we feel going to win the NBA Finals. And then my second topic I want to talk about is Shakiri Richardson, you know, the, 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 run, the sprint runner who got caught with marijuana and got suspended for 30 days. We both going to get into that. But my first topic I want to talk about is the NBA Finals preview between the number three Milwaukee Bucks versus the number two Phoenix Suns, who the Milwaukee Bucks is seeking their second championship in team history versus the Phoenix Suns, who's seeking their first championship in team history. Because who you got winning and why? Great question, uh, G. Um, I mean, you know, uh, be sure everybody check me out on For the Culture podcast. I made some predictions the previous round, and I called Phoenix and Milwaukee for the finals. I've been doing okay on my predictions. I got a lot of some stuff wrong too. Um, I haven't really thought about it. I've been pondering both teams with their strengths and weaknesses. So I'm going to think about this out loud as I break this down and come to my conclusion. When I look at the, the Phoenix Suns, uh, I remember uh, back in New York when I was watching the game, uh, one of my partners, shout out to my boy Ra, he, you know, it's been kind of like with the the lockdown and COVID, you know, a lot of people haven't following a lot of the games, but it was easier for me to catch some of these West Coast games after I put down my niece and nephew. So I was able to catch Phoenix and I told him, I might have been in Detroit, but I told him back in January about the teams I thought could win it. And I mentioned Phoenix, and he was like, oh, no, nah, you're wilding. And I was like, maybe I'm wilding. But I was serious in what I was saying because I was watching them play in that awesome valley, Death Valley in Phoenix, that crowd. And I was just so impressed with Chris Paul and what he's done throughout his 10, 15 year career. I mean, he's definitely one of the top five. He's, he's one of the top point guards that have ever played the game. And, but, you know, Aiton didn't look like he does now, but Aiton was looking pretty decent for him. And then book, and then, uh, oh, what's the old boy's name? Played in Miami last year. I'm just getting so bad with names. But I just like their 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 squad and I like their coaching. And, you know, they were to me at that time and today the most complete team in the NBA. Not necessarily the best. I don't want to conflate that. But I just felt like they were the most complete team in the NBA. Um, they don't have a weakness. They uh, Booker, he's Kobe-esque. He's not Kobe, but he can make, like, when he gets hot, he's like Kobe hot, you know? 
He can make any shot on the court. Chris Paul. I agree. Can, yeah, absolutely. Chris Paul can get you in your setup. Chris Paul can get the team in in the back in the and in back into the correct behavior of an offense of integrity, offensive integrity. And you got Booker or Chris Paul, and now Aiton that can bail you out at the last minute of the shot clock. So Milwaukee Bucks, what I enjoy about their team is that they're sound defensively. Um, Middleton, Giannis, they're, they're, they're phenomenal players. And um, I, I really enjoy the way they're collectively on, on, on their offensive, their defensive end, I should say. And uh, offensively, I'm not really as impressed with them. And here's my reason why, because uh, Giannis is a phenomenal player. He doesn't really have like a pure skill set, like a fundamental pure skill. He has a skill of his veracity of an athletic specimen like LeBron. But LeBron's skill set is his IQ and passing. And he has, and he can he can get to the basket and finish. That's a skill set. Giannis, his skill set is getting to the basket. But that's kind of easy to defend sometimes. You see those games that they have lost. And then when Giannis gets a little unconfident at the line, even though he's not scared to go to the line, that hinders the offense. When they were playing without Giannis, they looked like a much more complete team. They're not better without Giannis. No one's saying that. They look much more complete. Um, Drew Holiday is one of the best defensive guards in the league. He's phenomenal. He's more than capable offensively. He's going to give Chris Paul all they can handle. But with that said, assuming that Giannis is healthy, I got Phoenix in six. I'm pulling for my Nigerian brethren, but I'm not going to go with, with my heart. I'm going to go with my mind because I want Giannis to get the chips. But I think it's CB, CP3's time. I got Phoenix in six. All right, well, before I give you my prediction on who's going to win the NBA Finals, I want to take it back to both of these teams' last finals appearances. Now, you look at the Milwaukee Bucks, who was in a championship in 1971 and 1974. They won a first championship in 1971. Everybody know, including you, cuz, or know who was on those teams, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and Oscar Robertson. Yeah. And Kareem Abdul-Jabbar won MVP of that championship they won in 71. But to a lot of people don't know, Milwaukee defeated a team called the Baltimore Bullets. To a lot of people who don't know who that team is, they was from 1944 to 1954. We don't know what happened to the team after, but then they played three years later in 1974. They lost to the Boston Celtics in six games. They, they became now, the Washington Bullets. They have to the Washington Bullets. 
my my fault, my fault, everybody. The Washington Bullet. But 1974, the Milwaukee Bucks played the Boston Celtics and they lost in six games to Bill Russell Celtics. So then we're going to fast forward to the Phoenix Suns. 1976, they played, they also played Bill Russell and the Boston Celtics and they lost in six games. Then in 1993, they lost to Michael Jordan and Chicago Bulls. In six games also. So a lot of people don't know, because you know this already. Barkley was MVP that season. Mm-hmm. They lost. They lost to Michael Jordan in the in the Bulls in six games. Now first three feet. The first three feet. Yes. Last of the three. Wow. Yep. And that's when Michael Jordan retired and then he came back. Was it 95, 96? Yeah, he came back uh the 95 season, 94, 95 season, I believe. Exactly. Yep, that's true. Now, you look at these two teams. You look at the Milwaukee Bucks and you look at the Phoenix Suns. Now, from a court experience, both teams are inexperienced from a court, on a court perspective. Yeah. Now, from a head coach experience, you got to give Michael Budhoser the experience why is because he, he was under Greg Popovich for so many years in San Antonio. He learned, he paid attention, and you see how the Milwaukee Bucks are playing. Ever since they hired Mike, Mike Budenholzer in 2018, they have not missed a playoff appearance under him. Yeah, he's now, good. he's a good coach. He, he, he. He got the experience from a, a head coach. Now, back to the on-court experience. The only person on the Phoenix Suns that got the championship experience was Jay Crowder, who, who was with Miami Heat last year in the NBA Finals, and they lost to the Lakers. Was it five games? Mm-hmm. Uh, so, six. You said what, Cuz? I think they won in six. What Miami won in, I mean, LA won in six, if I recall. Yeah, five to six. I believe it was six. But Jay Crowder's, Jay Crowder's the only guy on, on the court for the Phoenix Suns that got the championship experience. You look at Devin Booker, who was averaging like 27 points per game in these playoffs. That's been playing phenomenal. You got Chris Paul, who's who been with five teams, and he finally got to his first championship in his 16-year career. And then you look at DeAndre Ayton, who also got an experience. And even their head coach, Monte Williams, he also have an experience of a head coach. Now, you look over there at Milwaukee, none of them have been to the finals. And shout-out to Chris Middleton, who put the team on his back when Giannis went down. He put them on their back, and he say, I got y'all. Don't worry. I'm going to put us in to the finals Tuesday night, 9 p.m. on ABC to a lot of people who don't know what channel is coming on. All seven games are coming on ABC. No other channel. And I like Chris Middleton. I always liked him. I think he is underrated. I feel like he doesn't get enough credit. But the guy's average like 20. He's baby. Said what? Baby Durant. That's what I call him, Baby Durant. 
He's just a smaller version of Durant. They play the exact same way. Yes, they do. And the, and the one thing I about Chris, but he, he he's very close stylistically. Yes, I I agree. And not only that, Middleton, he don't care who's in his face. He's shooting over you. He's shooting over you because he's saying, "Okay, I got competition in front of me." So I'm gonna show my game. I show my skill set, and then whoever he's facing, I'm even coming up on you. I'm gonna pass the ball if I feel like I can't get to the rim. I got two and three others inside the paint, ready to block my shot away or make me miss. But the one thing that I love about Chris Middleton is that he came out and he shut a lot of people up because everybody thought Chris Middleton only plays well against the Boston Celtics. At least he do. He played phenomenal against them. Even some Celtics players admitted it. He plays well against them. But he also shut everybody up when he played well throughout these whole playoffs. Now, he didn't play well in every game. But clutch games or games that ran to seven, he got it. He came out, he showed out. He definitely showed out in this Atlanta series. And very underrated guy who averages 23 points per game in these playoffs. Now, if you look at defensive-wise, you got to give that to Phoenix. Phoenix got the number one defense in the playoffs. And they, they played pretty well on the road and at home. But you can't really say that with that Phoenix team because if you ask anybody from when the NBA season begins, would you have Phoenix in the NBA Finals. Everybody, including me, and they surprised me this year. They would have been like, no. I would have had Phoenix finishing in the top six seeds based on the bubble. Yes. I think I would have had them at the very most getting to the second round. Um, based on preseason predictions. And I think that's a good call. I don't think anyone foreshadowed them going to the finals this year. I didn't I, I didn't I didn't have Phoenix in the NBA finals because here's the thing. They they like I said before, like they surprised me and they surprised a lot of people. Even some Suns fans got really surprised. Now a diehard Suns fan he believes in his team. They believed in and look where they at. They in the finals. They just knocked off the defending champ. Now, yes, the Lakers was hurt, but you play what's in front of you. There's no excuse. So you play what's in front of you, you beat them, or you lose them. That's in all sports. So Phoenix surprised me like they most definitely surprised me. But Round when I heard there was the two seed because I was always wondering during the NBA season because there were some games I wasn't watching I wasn't keeping up like that. I asked like who is the top five teams in in the conference of the West? They said Utah, Phoenix. I said wait, Phoenix the two seed. I said they are really playing well when they got when OKC traded Chris Paul to Phoenix. That look. I'll tell you this. Props to James Jones, who's the manager over there. Phoenix, who won championships with LeBron James. This man said, hey, 
bring Chris Paul over here. I do whatever it takes. If they need three first-round picks, four first-round picks, let me do it. Bring this man over. I think he could change the philosophy of the game for Phoenix because I feel like if they didn't get Chris Paul, I don't think Phoenix would be in the finals, and I don't think they'll be the two-seed. Chris Paul. That was the – I'm sorry. That was the key thing. Um, I made the case on For the Culture podcast that Chris Paul was the MVP this year. For those who want to hear my soliloquy on that, um, I I firmly believe that he was the key piece for this team. I firmly believe, based on the results in the postseason, that I made a very strong case for the MVP. <clears throat> Is I I do understand that you know Giannis and. Joker, Jerkovich, some people had Dame and Steph Curry, you know, had a good case. I do get that. But for me, it was CP3 because of, he gives this culture, this basketball team, basketball identity. So when I'm looking at these two teams facing each other, I'm just wondering who's going to have more sits at their offense on a consistent basis. I believe CP3, Aiton, and Booker are a little bit better at getting their shots than Milwaukee. But I, despite the dis- defense statistics, I think Milwaukee is the better defensive team with Giannis, uh, Brooks, you know, uh, Drew Holiday, and Tucker, to me, to me. But it's close. I'm just going off on eye test. So CP3, to me, is definitely the difference um, he's going to either – he's got $49 million owed to him next year. I suspect that he opts out that deal and gets another three-year deal for like maybe 90, maybe 100. to take home another, what, $50 million back. I mean, you know, because I think if you're Phoenix, you want to just keep running this back until it don't work. And you still got Booker and Aiden. So – yeah, I agree with you. CP3 was definitely the difference maker. Um, but he's the difference maker wherever he goes. He's the difference maker in OKC when they were trying to tank. He was the difference maker in Houston. Before he popped his hamstring, they were probably going to beat the Warriors. Not saying that was going to happen, but they, it looked like it. And he was the difference maker when he was in New Orleans. Everywhere he's went... He's averaged a better than 60% winning percentage everywhere he's went. He'll be the difference, subtle difference in this series. He won't be obvious all the time, but you'll see based on philosophy and who gets into their offense, who gets into their shits, I like to say, more often consistently and a little more deliberate and more effectively. Milwaukee, if Middleton doesn't have it going and Giannis is not playing this series, although they're formidable, I don't know. Well, I, I put it like this. I agree with everything you said, Cuzzo. Now, I'll tell you this. The one thing that I'm worried about with CP3 is his health. Now, he's been healthy throughout these whole playoffs. Like, but COVID, COVID got him. But he came back and like he didn't miss the beat because hey, I know this system. 
I know what my head coach want me to do. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to be like, I'm coming back. Because after the Phoenix Suns lost, was it game five, game four? It was game five, I believe. It was one of those games he lost, and he didn't play well. But he like, okay, y'all making fun of me. Okay. So the next game, he put up, what, 41 points? Yeah. And, and a one guy and a one guy that people don't talk about his defense enough is Devin Booker. Now, if you look at Devin Booker and him, he got an underrated defense. He can shoot. He can shoot. His awareness is good. His ball skills is very good. But his defense, I feel like a lot of people don't give him the credit he deserves. Because I think he's the best defensive guy on things. Now, you can look at Chris Paul, you know, who played who. You know, I think he's okay on defense. DeAndre Ayton, you know, you got Cameron Payne. We can't forget him because he's been balling coming off the – I think he was off the bench. I think – is he a starter? I think he's a starter off the bench. But And Jay Crowder, who I also think got that's good defense. But Devin Booker, I feel like he got defense. It is that he doesn't get the credit because – a lot of people pay so much attention to his shooting and his ball skills, they're not looking at him defending. And I think Devin Booker got the defense. Now, like I said earlier, Phoenix got the number one defense in the playoffs, especially on the road, but you got to give the Milwaukee credit too. You got to give them credit too. Like you just named out Drew Holiday, who also got defense too. Giannis, Middleton, Brooke Lopez, uh, Tucker, who also got defense. Like he gets the credit. Tucker gets the credit. He he got the defense. Now, is he that same shooter from five, ten years ago? No. But he could he can shoot it when he can shoot it. Don't leave him open. He can shoot it. So, but I'm giving my prediction. I'm also going with Phoenix, and I'm also picking them in six. I'm also picking the Phoenix Suns in six. And I think they're the better team than Milwaukee. I think, uh, how can I say this? I think Phoenix, I think both teams are hungry. Both teams are hungry, but I think Phoenix is more hungry, especially Chris Paul. Phoenix is more hungry because of CP3 and because yes. Booker and everyone knowing that these guys, Phoenix, they expected to be here. True. But to themselves, you can tell. Mm-hmm. And they did it the hard way. They went through the clip. They went through uh, the Lakers. And injuries are part of the games. Uh, we can always do that. You can go back as far as you can in the history of the NBA, and the the healthiest team is going to be the team that wins the finals. And that's the best team. It may not may not be on paper, but that's the best team. So they beat the Lakers. Then they went through Denver. And, you know, you could say injuries on that, but they beat Denver. And they went to the Clippers and they beat them. But 
I we can't use that as an excuse because how many times Chris Paul has been hurt in these finals? These are not finals, these playoffs through the years. And it's kind of fitting that injuries is going to be the reason that he gets to the finals. So, yeah, you know, I I think Phoenix is hungrier because of CP3. I, I believe Milwaukee has a puncher's chance, but I think Phoenix is going to win on the cards because they just have a more sustainable offense to me. And I think they're just a better team. And I just think outside of Brooklyn right now, although the East is looking better from the top, from four up, I think the West just has steeper competition. And I think Phoenix going through the Lakers, Denver, and the Clippers. And to me, the Clippers and the Phoenix was the finals. Um, That's just what I thought. And whoever won that one was going to win the championship. So. I, I agree with you with Phoenix and six and Phoenix definitely to me with CP three on the point God on the ball. He, he, he will be the uh, difference maker. Um, and uh, I'm going to go ahead and say Booker would be an MVP. I agree. I'm, I'm, I'm going with Devin Booker as the finals MVP also. And then not only that, the only, the, the status of Giannis knee, like, we don't know. Like, even if he starts tomorrow night in Phoenix, what's his health? Like, how will he move? How, like, how well is he going to move on his knee? Because knee injuries, I don't matter. I don't care what sport you're playing. You have a hyperextended knee, an ACL, and an Achilles. That's that. That's a career. That could be a possible career ending. A lot of people don't know that. But the status of Giannis will play a for Milwaukee against Phoenix. Now, you look at CP3, the man has been on five teams, New Orleans, the Clippers, Houston, OKC, Phoenix. He's been in the league for 16 years. This is this man's first championship ever out of 16 career. I'm rooting for Chris Paul. I want him to win his first ring. He deserved it. But I think CP3 going, like you said, is going to be the factor of Phoenix winning. And it also depends on his health. Can he stay healthy through these finals? I agree. Think I'm that's... Playing... Well, no. Oh. Go ahead, guys. I was just going to say real quick, that is the key to this playoff. So in this series... Who will be the healthiest team standing up? I mean, I mean, just this way the season's been, and it's—I don't really blame it on the condensity of the season. It's just—it's just Murphy's law. Yeah, I, I just—it just happens sometimes. And uh, uh, who, you know, first round, who got hurt? Um, uh, you know, LeBron was a little hurt. Davis was banged up. Of course, Jamal Murray was out. Um, uh, you had our guy Kawhi was out. Then um, uh, Embiid was hurt. Um, then um, Trey Young was hurt, and it was more likely. And Donovan Mitchell as well. Who's going to be the healthiest team? And I do think the condensity of that played in the fact of the rest. But some of these injuries have been like just fluke though too. So um, who's going to be the healthiest team? 
And that's why I'm picking Phoenix, because I think they will be the healthiest team. I, I agree with you. I think they are the healthiest team going into these finals tomorrow night, game one. And Phoenix, I like Phoenix in six. Like me and you said, Devin Booker, MVP, I think he's going to show up, show out. Chris Paul is going to help. Who is a top five-point guard? So a lot of people, I don't know. I think a lot of people want to talk about Chris Paul because they hurt a lot. But Chris Paul's health is going to be the key to Phoenix holding up their first ever championship in team history. Can I ask you something because of something that's yeah, been Yeah, go ahead. Why is Jason Kidd getting left off the top five point guard list? Because I, I think a lot of people looking at him losing the finals with New Jersey against those Lakers teams and Shaq, Kobe, Lakers team. I feel like a lot of people don't like Jason Kidd. But he won and, a top Dallas and he beat one of the greatest teams of all time. Exactly. And I just think he doesn't even when he was in the in the league for so for so many years, I feel like a lot of people just hated on Jason Kidd. I think he never got his credit. He still don't get his credit, even when he retired. He's the second all time assist leader, right? If I'm correct. That's correct. If you go, I would suggest everyone to go look up Start watching uh, Jason Kidd from the McDonald's All-American game all the way through college, early J. Kidd, and then look how he won that title for Dallas. I mean, he was in a CP3. This guy could not shoot a – we used to call him Asin Kidd because he couldn't shoot a jumper. <laughs> and then he went to be a, a very efficient three-point shooter. I just had to throw that in there. Um I think it's about six guys, but it seems like Jason Kidd just gets disrespected. And if Chris Paul is a top five point guard, I can't put him ahead of Jason Kidd because Jason Kidd got the chip. Exactly. I agree with you. But if he gets the chip, I'm putting CP3 just a a nudge ahead. I'm putting CP3 in the top five. He might be ahead of – I might have him ahead of Stockton, to be honest. I agree. But you know what, cuz? We could talk about that McDonald's game, another topic, because I don't think a lot of people don't know about that Jason Kidd in that All-American McDonald's game. Because when I watched it, I said, this guy can pass the ball. He can pass the ball. He was unbelievable. Yes. So I I put like this, guys. Him, Magic Johnson, Chris Paul, you got to put Rajon Rondo in there too. Not ahead. Now, of, not no, ahead no, of, not ahead of none of them. Not not ahead of none of three. Neither three of them. But you got you can make a case for Rajon Rondo too because he knew how to pass the ball too. But I, I like, uh, but I got Chauncey ahead of him. Yes, I can't forget about Chauncey Billy. But Even okay, you said what? He do have two titles though. Yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah, he does. He got, he got two championships, Celtics and the Lakers. Okay, so my second topic uh, is about – you heard about Shakiri Richardson. I just I just found out about her when she won 100 uh, meters in the Olympians trial. About a but, month ago. Yeah, about a month ago. Yeah. It's about a month ago. But then, but not even a week ago, they were saying that she could be possibly suspended for 30 days for marijuana. Now, what I want to say to this, a lot of people, 
a lot of celebrities from Patrick Mahomes to Odell Beckham to Chris Paul himself, LeBron James. So many athletes is a supporting her. And I, I became a big fan of her because, mm. you know, she's from Dallas, Texas. Her mom passed it. And I predict, I even told one of my friends, like, you ever heard of Shakira Richardson? They said, no. I like, I just found about her too. I said, I think she's going to win a medal. She was going to win that medal in that 100 meters mm-hmm. in the Olympics. And to a lot of people don't know, the Olympics is July 23rd. That's a Friday. They start early. And she'll be a fun, you know, I watch this the Olympics. I don't watch everything in the Olympics, but I watch the, the, the top things, what, like the 100 meters. Because I'm curious. What do you watch, bro? Because of- I watch. I watch the basketball. I watch the soccer. I watch the water polo. I watch the uh the hundred miles, the hundred meters between American, Jamaican, the Russians, and all them. I watch all of them, but water polo is my favorite. That's interesting. Um, I don't not yeah. that because I I like. Don't mean to cut you off. I watch all of those. I, I can't say I watch water polo, but just because you said you watch it, I'm gonna check it out. Um. I like the volleyball. Yes, the volleyball too. Volley, women's volleyball. I'm not trying to be no creep with it. I just prefer watching women's volleyball than the men. <laughs> it's just like I prefer watching men's basketball over women's basketball. Just it's nothing to do with looking at beautiful women, but that doesn't hurt. Um, but I watch the um, the basketball both sides. I watch the, all the track and field. Uh, I, I tap in a little bit to the tennis, a little softball, uh, the boxing. I definitely be watching that, yeah, and uh, the swimming absolutely. But yes. so, oh, girl, I didn't mean to ears on that, but oh, girl. Okay, well, I tell you this now with Shakira Richardson, like I was rooting for, and I'm still rooting for. Like I'm, I'm still rooting for, but yes. Do I feel like the anti-dope agency and the Olympian Comp- International Competition Committee should have gave her a break? Yeah, but the rules are the rules, and mm-hmm. a lot of people, a lot of people was trying to put color in this, and mm-hmm. I had to tell them, I had to pause it real fast. I said, "Stop it!" I said, "Don't try to bring color into this suspension." Now. She knew the rules. Shakira Richardson knew the rules. They the 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 anti-dope agency and the Olympians tell all their athletes that who makes it the rules. You get caught cheating, you get caught marijuana, or even other substance PDs, uh narcotics. You do any of these things, you're possibly facing a suspension. She lucky that she got a 30-day suspension because the Olympic competition really could have suspended her longer than that. But since this is her first-time offense, they gave her only 30 days and still gave her the shot to compete, but in the relay. Can I, can the I get on the soapbox for a minute? Because I wasn't going to touch it on my podcast, but since you gracious enough to have your boy on here, I appreciate it. I just want to go on the soapbox for a minute. Okay. I, agree. I agree with everything you said, but I'm going to put on a bow on this and I'm going to okay. try to tackle the context of the different layers into this. There is an Olympic athlete, a white girl, who allegedly ate some 
taco meat, Canelo Alvarez, and she tested positive for a banned substance. She will not be in the Olympics this year. I forget what sport. I wish I knew, but she was would be competing in this year's Olympics, and she was in tears. And this is before Sakara. And I felt bad for her because I'm starting to wonder, is this just an excuse eating certain types of Mexican foods? Or is this something that's really real? And Wasada needs to really start, you know, looking at that. But the rules are the rules. Had nothing to do with race. Although I don't agree with it, I thought this should be some type of uh, maybe retesting. But nevertheless, I'm not really familiar with the testing. Let me just table that to start. Sakara, she the culture. Shakiri. 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 Thank you. Shakiri, she's the culture. Her hair, we can talk the shit we want to talk about. The, the eyelashes, I don't care, whatever. You know what I'm saying? She's young. Do you, sweetheart? Um, you know, she was on her flow job. She was about to make a lot of money. Um, Black Twitter, you know, we I, I posted it, you know, on my Insta story a couple of times. I thought she, I said, this girl got it, got the it factor. But she's, she's it. And you can tell she comes from the block. She comes from the neighborhood. She, she grew up around the way. And we always want to support that because we always know how hard it is to come out those situations and to be an Olympic and to win a gold medal and to go down to be a legend. It's nothing like that because the Olympic memories, they live forever, especially with me. It's the one time in this country that we all can come together in support of our country, minus the flag, but we'll salute it. But the bottom line is she knew when she was going to, she knew when the schedule was for her to drop to take her drug test. She just had to be clean on that day. They gave her 30 days. Michael Phelps got suspended for a year. I thought it was six months. Maybe it was six months. It, it, it might have been six months, but six months to a year. He lost all his endorsements. The only difference was there wasn't an Olympic year for him. No, it wasn't. That's true. So, based on just that, there's no race to play in that. I I totally agree. And 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 one thing that I've been trying to tell people, I said the rules are the rules. She violated them. She got thirty days. They could have suspended her longer than that. But here, here's the one thing that I love about security. That's up. They're going to make a decision on that. I, what, what'd you say, guys? She might be able to compete. She's still going to compete. She still yeah. is going to compete. They say she could come back July 27th for the relay. And she still win an Olympic gold medal there. But to a lot of people that winning an Olympic gold medal is, is hard to do, no matter what sport you're playing at in the Olympics. That's not none of it is easy. That's why it's always two weeks because they want to see everybody across the globe, wherever country that wants 
want they, they people to do the Olympics, to bring them over to a certain country to represent their country that they're from and hope to bring home a gold medal to them and their country, but mainly for them. But all, all I'm going to say is this, guys, is that Shakira Richardson, she a, she a sexy motherfucker, bro. She's 21 years old. She's from Dallas, Texas. You see the hood in her, you know. And the lady's classy. She believes in herself. She's confident in herself. And she don't give a shit about what people say about her. Because I see her tweets when I be on Twitter. And I'm like, this girl is confident in what she do. She's confident in who she is. And that's one thing. That's like one of the most things that I love about Shakira Richards. Because I didn't know who she was until... I seen it on the internet and I seen it on TV and I'm like, who is this? And then when I seen her, I'm like, damn, she's sexy as fuck. You know, and that's and like you said before, I ain't trying to be no creep people. All I'm saying, I'm just, you know, she's beautiful. She's sexy too. Can I just but, add else I wanted uh, to add that? I just yeah. want to ask. Go ahead. Let me get to the racial component. Oh yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Hit the flow, uh, Cuzzo. Yeah. The testing has nothing to do with racial. But for those no, who are outside the culture, let me give you the racial context. Because you don't get off the hook on this one. Systemic racism for black people is a very sensitive thing. And when systems are being put in place to stop you from getting to the American dream, i.e. the Olympics, or when they got to send a National Guard in for Black people to go to a college. Because um, the rules were no Black people can be at a university. They had to have Supreme Courts. Presidents had to put in executive orders for some of our rights and freedoms. So when it comes down to this Wasada testing, it is outdated. It's not stupid. Maybe it had always been stupid, but it's outdated. And it's time for them to change that. The 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 Olympics and the NFL, I'm glad they got on the same page in the NBA. Marijuana and I have multiple sclerosis. It's a good elixir for pain, meditation, and relaxation. I've heard some people say you do get a competitive advantage of that. Marcellus Wiley, and I've rocked with him, but I have to disagree with him on that because, you know, you can sit in the sauna. You can get a massage before the game. You know, people stretch so they can get loose, you know, and you can smoke cigarettes. They're not testing for that. My whole point in that is just saying they need to update these rules. It's outdated. 19 of the 50 states legalize it. The other probably third of the states have some form of recreational use. The NBA, NFL, they don't test for it anymore. In most circumstances, they don't test for it. It, but, but you can have beer app, beer advertisements. You shoot these guys up with dope. You give them, you know, Percocets and things like that. That's fine. 
That's cool. So they can get out there and play. And a lot of people are addicted to these things after their playing career. So the hypocrisy of these leagues for years for using these things that were known to be recreational drugs in any community, specifically black community. And we felt that we were always targeted with the drug laws. And all of us know someone that's been locked up for marijuana. Now you have states making billions of dollars off marijuana. And we got brothers who are locked up for that stuff. So there's where the racial component comes into, just so everybody know where it is. We can, me and my cousin, we can separate it. But the racial component didn't come from nowhere. It wasn't like, oh, here, here you guys throwing race again. No, there's two separate contexts in this. But here is another example where marijuana drug laws cost another black person an opportunity. Although she is responsible for that, she knew the rules, but this is the context. And we use this context to show you that this is the things that permeate with us. And it's like, um, it's like a bad nightmare. It's like trauma. So other cultures, they don't have those traumas. They're, the government hasn't been trying to impose its will on you. So anything we feel is an opposing to us, right or wrong, is because of our trauma. So I hope that helps everybody understand that a little bit better. That's all I had to say. You know what, cuz? You, man, you made it all factual, man. That's why I ain't saying nothing. I didn't interrupt you. And even if you were a sock, I was not going to interrupt you anyway. But you absolutely right. See, here, here's, here's another problem that I have with these rules. And I agree, they've, they're outdated, and they're very outdated. And here's the reason why I say they're very outdated. Now, you look at the NCAA, you look at the NFL and NBA and the MLB. Credit to Adam Silver, well, Roger Goodell and all of them are making that league legal. Because they know players go outside and smoke their weed. They Shout know this. The Supreme Court for letting the players get money. Exactly. Well, and, and, and you know what? I want to talk about that. That that's another whole separate topic that I wanna I wanna talk about. Go show. Go for it, bro. Here's go, because I'm I'm gonna have you on. I don't know what episode I'm gonna do that. My next episode, well, not episode two. This is episode one of season two. But I just want to get you on. We're going to talk about the NCAA in there another episode. But I, one thing I have a problem with is with the NCAA, the competition committee, Olympic competition committee, soccer, wherever the rules are set, I'm pretty sure all their rules have had consent from marijuana. You're making billions of dollars off these kids that's coming out of high school, coming from come already in college. Number one in the country, number one at their school. You're making billions of dollars just the moment they sign their name on the dotted, they go 20 million inside the NCAA's bank account. And then you don't allow these kids to smoke marijuana. What is what is marijuana going to do to these kids? Because you just named them off. And they do all, I don't smoke weed. I'm just letting everybody know I do not smoke weed. But I have friends that smoke weed, 
and all of them said the same thing you said, Cuzzo. But I have a problem with these big type companies, these competition committees, these billionaires and all them. You're making money off these athletes. Millions and billions of dollars off all these athletes because the NCAA, they got so many sports into one. And I know they're bringing home at least 100 to 200 billion a year. They got to be. It's a nonprofit you, organization, too. Exactly. And and not only that. Make it clear. I don't care if it's a nonprofit and they make money. I, I'm a capitalist, but I'm just saying. But that's a, that is a fact. It's a nonprofit. True. That, that's very true. But you, but you can't make marijuana legal under your CBA, under your rules that you got going on that's been going on for years, decades. But you don't want these kids smoking marijuana, but you can make 20, 30, 40 million off these kids. But they can't smoke marijuana. I have a, I have a really huge problem with that. And I think that rule need to be changed. Shout out to the NFL, the NBA, and the MLB that's now made marijuana legal shit. Oh, MLB, MLB never tested for marijuana. But true. And not only that. The hypocrisy, the wider sports, hockey, NHL, and MLB didn't test for it. That's the that's back to old girl's case where, you know, she we're just saying these systemic issues. It's funny how they seem to always target more black dominant sports uh, you know so and I know that's a bit of a cap but it's not much of a cap and uh, I agree with you um, the NCAA um, needs to not really because um, the kids are drinking on campus right Yep. I mean, that's the college experience for a lot of kids. Um, you know, we lost Lynn Bias, so I can understand some of the, you know, the liberal uh, schools, you know, that kind of um, want to regulate some behavior. I can get that a little bit. But I went to college, man. Everybody smokes. And I mean, even some of the professors. U of M has the hash bash. So, you know, let's just get it out in the open. Most most kids who play uh, sports don't really even smoke weed. So, um, when I say most, I'm talking about probably more than 60%. You know, of course, there's a good majority of people who do. But um, it's... Um, I'll be honest with you. I, I don't even think they really test them. <laughs> I, I mean, cause look, I agree. Like you've been, you've been to college. You see it. Them kids throw parties, and you don't think marijuana is at parties? Oh yes, the fuck it is. It's a hundred percent marijuana at any party that you go to. That's going to be white, weed. black, weed. No matter the color, <laughs> no matter the race, cause yeah, true. Like you, you, it don't matter the kid. You're going to have marijuana at your party, even on a bonfire, even just a regular person just coming over at your house. You're it's going, because, you're, because you're, like it's like, um, nowadays, you know, and my people out in California more so than any place, 
I mean, it's a cultural thing, you know, you just, it's a recreational. I don't think people understand what it is. Someone lights up, you might not even smoke like that, but they pass it to you, take your hit, <laughs> you know, because it's like a recreational thing. It's like having family over and just having some wine or meeting some friends in the morning for a cup of coffee. You know what I'm saying? The coffee is recreational. Some people just like to smoke cigarettes at the bar. Some people uh, like to drink coffee for the conversation and wine and beer. There's a lot of things that are recreational. So the connotation for recreational is just like cold word for bad. And it's a lot of stuff that's recreational. So, you know, I think the NCAA needs to, you know, and I don't really think they really tested for that. But, you know, some brothers do get caught up. But I think the tech coaches let them know when they're going to drop. So. I think they tell them to be clean by that time. So, um, but I wish they'll just stop it in general. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a farce. A lot of those players are, you know, doing it recreationally. Why, They're not weed smokers. They just like, they go to a party and they smoke. You know, that's really about it. Well, I'll tell you, I'll tell you this, though. Like, Billionaires, they're smoking weed. The professors smoking weed. You got the teachers smoking weed. You got the the, the police officers, firefighters. They are, they are, they are do the weed. But the, here's the thing with Shakira Richards: she knew the rules. She violated them. Do I feel like she deserved a third day suspension? Yes. She, they could have gave her more than that. They could have gave her where she could miss the whole Olympics and had to wait until the 2000 what. 25 Olympics, 2024 Olympics, however they got it since the pandemic, it pushed the 2020 Olympics to 2021 in Tokyo, Japan. And I feel bad for her, but now, do I think did she fuck her money, her money up in endorsement deals in a way? Yeah. And she in a way... She's going to get that back. She's going to get, she, she get it back because here's the thing. The she already would uh was one of the top endorsements in Nike. They support her. They stuck with her. They said they're not gonna drop her. They already said this. Now, do I think other endorsements like Reeboks, uh, Under Armour, and all of them? Do I think she's going to get endorsement deals from them? Yes. I don't think her smoking marijuana messed up her millions of dollars that she got waiting for her. I think she's going to get those deals. Because remember, these endorsements, these sponsorships, they are at the Olympics. They're everywhere. And they seeing these athletes balling out. Look at look at Katie Deck when she first came to her Olympics. Then nobody know who she was. But look what she did. She won her Olympic gold medals in the swimming. Look at all the endorsement deal that she got. Shakira Richardson is going to be next. She's she's going to be next, and the millions of dollars is waiting for her. Now you know, her compete. Hold on, not to, not not to cut you off, cause okay. even yes. even even when the even if she was in the relays and when the Olympic gold medal was there, I do feel she's going to get more endorsement deals from other sponsorships other than Nike. That that's that's my opinion. 
I don't think she lost millions because of marijuana. No, nah, I mean, she just delayed her bag. Um, I was what I was gonna say is now she has a the story, and this just be part of her story, and this be when she comes back in four years, we you know we we gonna. You know, we're going to really appreciate her story and it's going to be bittersweet for everyone that supports her, including myself, because we want to see her win because she's such a pure soul and mm-hmm. she's much personality. And we all know somebody like her in our family, friends and in our inner circle. And we want to see her win. And uh, this is I've had to learn valuable lessons in life. You know, we all make mistakes. I'm not going to beat her down. But we do want you her to know that, you know, you have to be responsible, you know, and there are rules for a reason. But I understand losing a parent can be very hard. And we hope by the next Olympics that you can smoke a little bit of weed, you know, to help you with your anxiety and so you can dominate. So we shout out to her. We salute her. I I'm, 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 I want her to win. I want to see her win in life. I want her to get her family the bag. I agree. I agree, Gonzo. I also want to see her do well. I still, I still support her because when I heard the marijuana thing, I said, this is no big deal. Marijuana is marijuana, okay? It don't do anything. but get you high relaxation. You know, have you hungry, too. Everything, like you said, Gonzo, earlier. But I support her. I'm rooting for the millions of dollars it's waiting for. And She's gonna win her Olympic gold medal. She's gonna win it. She's gonna. She's gonna win, win the world champions next year too. Exactly. That's yeah, what I'm saying. Gonna win I, the world. Yep. She she got my support a, a million percent. Ain't no hundred percent, a million percent. Because I didn't know it. Like I said before, I know I keep repeating myself, but. Oh uh, no! This is her story, cause this is her story. This is how God wanted to play out. It's gonna be a great story. She young. Oh, yeah. You don't gotta hold her. At all, she's disappointed, but she ain't got to hold her head down. I, I want her to, you know, focus on her mental health and, you know, dealing with her grieving. Uh, that's I think people forget that part. Yeah, because like a lot of people don't know, like when you lose the the uh, the the person that bought you in the world, it hurts you in so many ways, especially mm-hmm. on the inside, because yeah. there's a lot of there's there's a lot of people out here that would do the unthinkable when they lose one parent or both parents or their whole, their whole family. You don't know what a person is going through until they actually tell you what they're going through. Mm-hmm. So you, gotta, you know, so, but all I'm saying is this. Shakira, Richie, I'm, I'm one of her, I'm one of her biggest fans. I don't know. I didn't know who she were in the beginning, but now I do. I believe in her. She's going to win her Olympic gold medal, a medal. She she she's gonna be set up well in the future. I most definitely believe that. And you know, I showed her love when she was doing her thing at the trials, and I'm also gonna support her when she get back into the Olympics on the twenty seventh, even though the Olympics starts July twenty third of this month. So you know, that's what that's you know. It is what it is. Yeah, no, no doubt. You know what I'm saying? And, 
You know, I want to see everybody win. I'm I'm far from a hater. I've done a lot, but I ain't never hated, like David E said. So, you know, we, we want to see everybody win just because we make predictions and stuff. And, you know, we just making like critiquing basketball or critiquing people. You know, we, we don't, we, if whoever wins, that's just how sports go. Like Tim Tebow say, God don't decide winners. You can pray all you want, but you can only pray so you can be the best and be healthy. You know, the best man or woman is going to win because it's competition, you know, and it's God's will too. But, you know, you know, you have to, you know, recognize that your will is decided by how you leave your life, how you live your life and how you bounce back from your mistakes. Nobody's perfect. If Milwaukee wins the finals, I don't want to. I don't want to be one of them people. It's people in my DM or in the comment section like you was hating on Milwaukee. I know that's. I know that's all fun and game, but we're not hating on nobody. We're just simply making predictions. That's all. Yep, exactly. Giving our own opinions, making our prediction. You're not gonna always be right about your prediction, and it is life. You're gonna. You're gonna be wrong, and you're gonna be right. It's just part of life. But yeah, because. Of- yeah, cousin, but I'm gonna wrap this up, man. Sure. Thank for sure. Thanks for coming on, man. Because Thanks like, for, man, thank like I appreciate you, man. I can't wait to get back out to the D, man. We could chop it up. Oh yeah, man. Just let me know. But man, when I after episode ten in season one, I said, you know what? Because season one, I just wanted to do everything on my own. That's why I invite no guests on. But the second season, I said I need guests on. So. I came to you, man, because you had your own podcast and you know about a lot of stuff. So I bought you in. I bought you on. A little I... bit of a lot and a lot about a little. <laughs> hey, it, hey, we don't know. We don't know everything, Cuzzo. <laughs> we don't know everything. But yeah, but but yeah, Cuzzo, man, I'm going a, I'm to a wrap this up, man. And I'm going to invite you back on, on one of my future episodes, all right? I respect. I appreciate you. Love you. I love you, Cuzzo. All right. One.